welcome to the Live Lauren podcast from the place of celebrating juicy, soulful living, being, experiencing of this adventure of life. So I literally burst out laughing in this chapter, God, I think it's chapter seven of Untethered Soul, where Nikki was talking about like getting irritated and annoyed. And like if someone something's happening or someone's trying to get your goat like just give it to them <laughs> i literally like burst out laughing at this idea of like this is this fighting to defend and retain this goat i actually was like really fascinated so then i thought let me find look up where does this come from and so there's no definitive like ruling on where it comes from but apparently one of the ideas is that there used to be these like race horses and these racehorses that were kind of stressed and, and jumpy, that if they put a goat in the stall with the horse at night, it somehow calmed and soothed these like highly strung horses. So now if you imagine like the night before a big race, and if it's a very famous, like really weighted to win horse, so <laughs> someone would want to steal and get that goat so that the horse would get like really panicked and stressed out and possibly the next day not win its race. So, yeah, it was just so funny. So when someone's trying to get your goat, I think you're trying to get, like you feel yourself when you say someone does get your goat, where they get you frustrated and annoyed and irritated and exasperated. But I just thought it's amazing, just such a reframe of, because all of it is in the holding, in the tensing and the yes butting and the defending. And it's just, oh my God, so much stuff came like full circle. Like, I just think also, I think in judo and some of these like martial arts, there's this principle where you're not fighting against, but you're going with. So you're using the power and the force of the energy that's coming at you and carrying it forward. So it's like a yes and in a martial art form. And this, giving the person your goat, like if someone's trying to get your goat, just give them the goddamn goat. Like, because what are you actually trying to defend and hold on to? And all these analogies of like, Yes, the, oh my God, it was so brilliant because today's chapter, just the examples are so profound in their simplicity, but so magnificent that like when stuff happens, it buys for our attention. God, if you drop a hammer on your toe, something happens in this world, whether it's the world of physical senses or thoughts or emotions, hammer on a toe is going to want to suck our attention there. A very loud noise is going to want to suck our attention there. If you get some emotional evocative news, be it good or bad, that's going to want to suck attention there. But this is like so profound because if we start to become mindful and just notice, just notice when the energy starts to shift and change. You can notice the tensing, you can notice. And when you start to feel something strange, something not blah, and it can be either way, but like that there is that moment of choice of stopping, of actually stop, just stop engaging, stop getting sucked in to that. And it's like, God, Nikki was saying, like, even, I mean, if you notice, as soon as you notice it, you can literally even stop mid-sentence because it's a choice to like disengage and not wanting to go down that rabbit hole. Oh my God. So... <laughs> Um, so many like layers of things that we've talked about, the martial arts are going with the yes anding and not like butting. 
Oh, and the other one as well. Like if you imagine someone playing like one of these top rugby teams and you've got the whole rugby team, you're playing tug of war with them and they are pulling on the one side of the rope and just you on the other side. And it's like you're pulling and pulling with all your might and you're just like you're being schlepped and dragged and your feet no matter how much and all this power. And so literally, if you just let go, if you just let go of the rope, just let go. So, <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> and I have a little bit of a personal one as well that I haven't like taken any action on, but it's more just a personal share about absolutely getting lost in witnessing the shift in energy and where the mind goes and the crazy places and twists and turns that can go on. So yeah, um, I'm in a sort of like a shared accommodation space and um, one of the people's got a son and I'm not very good in Hebrew and he's not very good in English. So we have like limited exchanges. But then I had a, a moment with him where he was communicating stuff, but like typing away in Google Translate in Hebrew so that I could see the English. And through this exchange was sharing with me that sometimes um, I like forget to close like a door of a cupboard in the passage and it's kind of like annoying or frustrating or disturbing to the parents. Um, and then he mentioned that there are other things that I do that are disturbing and um, he doesn't know what they are. So, you know, I should speak to the parents. And I could just see my mind, oh my God, did it just jump up and down and start on a crazy chaotic, oh my God, what am I doing? What massive like list of things is so annoying and frustrating that I do? And oh my God, how bad is it? Is it so bad that like it's intolerable and I have to find another apartment? And oh my God, do you think I have to move out next week? And oh my God, I'm, I'm traveling and when am I gonna find a new, like literally, <laughs> where my mind went on this crazy hectic snowball that was literally like you know in the cartoons when you have that little speck and it starts rolling and gathering all that moss i could see this shift and i could see my mind the noise and the chaos and how it just wanted to suck me in and go down this crazy momentum massive ball and it's insane because normally like if i get sucked in there then by the time I would actually raise this with the parents, like if I go on this massive snowballing moss gathering ball, can you imagine how huge it would be by the time I actually have a discussion with them? And it may also be completely like disproportionate or blown out of proportion. Um, yo, 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 yo. But how just to like disengage, it's like, okay, okay, I see you. I feel the energy. I see you going and getting absolutely crazy. And it's okay. If you want to get crazy, get crazy. I'm not getting in with your crazy. It's like, I remember this expression as well about not my monkeys. Like, it's something like that. Like, not my... Yeah, like when there's other shit going down. <laughs> if it's not yours, you don't have to get, like, directly involved. So even though it's in my mind and a certain part of these thoughts, they're not even my thoughts, they're just thoughts that are going on some rampant, crazy um, adventure to actually get like fascinated by how creative and it's literally like my mind on this mass game of word association but it's like <laughs> never mind like just random word association this is kind of like worst case scenario um word association where each one just lands up spiraling in the worst worst and worst oh my lord 
So that was just a really brilliant. And then also how Mickey talks about starting with the small stuff. Because, yo, this is not big stuff. This is like a small stuff. But I could feel like energetically and mind-wise how chaotic and oof, where it was going. So that is me share. And I love this about forgetting of the goat. Um, and just to feel it. And it's hilarious. I love it. I just love this mic. This part is what you're getting frustrated and annoyed. And just like, well, it's okay. I actually don't want to be in a state of frustration and annoyance. So here, take the goat. Like, it's okay. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. And goats are just so cute. They are so munchy, munch, munch. And the last one, yeah, and just this whole, on another sort of tangent, well, not really. It's, it's kind of like along the same theme of getting the goat and someone being deciding to get engaged with the irritation and annoyance. So my mom was out somewhere and literally like looked at a person that she knew, but you know when you're not focused and you're thinking your mind's on a million other things and you literally are looking through someone, you're not really looking at them. So she had this moment and then this person came up to her to say, oh, hello, and I saw you looking straight at me and you didn't even greet me. And this is one of these things as well of like that choice like legitimately with my mom, and I know it's happened to me as well, my mind's been a million miles away, and I literally have looked through someone without registering them. <sighs> and just, yeah, that when we notice that there's a choice to disengage, we don't have to get lost in everything and all the which wonderful, crazy places our minds decide to go, because then if this lady decided, because there are a million scenarios, just as my mom literally she notices someone looking in her direction who doesn't greet her. Okay, something could have happened. My mom's, maybe she wasn't wearing glasses. Maybe her prescription had changed. Maybe her mind was a million miles away. Like one of the options is the person's looking at me and not greeting me. But there are many others. So there are opportunities to choose the others. And, and equally with my mom when this thing happened in terms of us deciding how long do we carry something because, you know, like even if my mom knew legitimately that wasn't the case, but then <laughs> whether we kind of hanker onto the story to then share with other people and <sighs> aren't we just so fascinating, 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 fascinating. <sighs> and one last little share on this, someone forwarded me also with this like completely flipping, um, like what's naturally expected upside down. So when someone's trying to get your goat, just give them the goat. And then the other one was, so someone had got a really bad, some little coffee shop review from someone. So they land up putting on this like chalkboard outside, come in and try the worst coffee one woman on TripAdvisor had in her entire life. I just love it. Because now like people are going to come in and order the coffee just because it's the worst coffee in the world. So it's actually going to get more customers. And it's also just completely the humor of it, the journey of actually celebrating the fact that someone thinks it's the worst in the world. Um, oh, so delicious. So, on this glorious note, precious gosh, happy adventuring. And happy pattern interrupting and choosing the opposite of what's expecting and a bit more yes-anding and, and giving goats away and playing into in like the worst coffee in the world and actually making it work for you. Mwah. Until we meet again.